What did you do today? Tell me everything. Yeah, how, how did, did your hooky, hooky day go? I made some good progress in Elden Ring. Start from the beginning, from when you wake up. Yeah. I want oh, hour okay. by hour. Oh, I fucking, I had a sleep paralysis experience last night. It was so oh scary. God. I called out for my mom. Oh it was horrible. I like woke up, but I and I was in bed, and I couldn't move. Uh, you know, normal sleep paralysis stuff. And there was this figure uh, next to me in my bed that was like slouching over, all silhouetted and looking at me. And she was smiling, and I literally started going, "Mom, mom, mom!" But it was I couldn't even get it out. Like it took a lot of effort for me to even scream out and then finally when i did i woke up for real wow, wow. what <laughs> that's crazy and by the way do we hear a new voice in the studio today yes we do we have a special guest with us all the way from austin texas author we have author speaker um and sister psychotherapist and sister yeah a Ariel Sokol Ward, welcome to the pod. Which of those um, designators would you say is most important to you? Psychotherapist. Yeah, that makes <laughs> that makes sense. It's mostly what I do, and it's mostly what I'm good at. Not being a sister. Oh, <laughs> I forgot that was a <laughs> actually. Um, sister is more of my an identity thing, and probably what I'm best at, and psychotherapist is what I love but I also love being a sister so I don't know but you're a psychotherapist by choice and a sister by, by default by birth that's true but I also feel very much a calling to the work so like is it by choice mm. that's true. or is it by force mm. lightning force yeah by the lord himself. by the lord I don't think of myself as a sister but I think of my sister as a sister. Sure. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. right. Like, <laughs> because I you never, are you. I would never say daughter, sister. I think I would say daughter before sister. <laughs> I'd forget sister. Even though, like, Ethan, like, if you read my book or something, you would know this. But does anyone <laughs> want to open my book? Yeah. And yeah. Um, read your bio? Popper. Maybe just read something real quick. To the people who showed up for me and continue to show up for me, and to my siblings, Nathan, Kyla, Nadiva, and Jaden. There isn't anyone else who I let make fun of me the way you all do, and there isn't anyone else I laugh harder with who will always be my best friends and the loves of my life. Wow. So there's some, some prime evidence for uh, sister. the sister. The sister part. The sister sure. part. In case any of you had any doubts. By the way, adding the E, perspectives of grief through recounts, letters, and poetry out now you wherever you buy books to read the book to know the book's title jay you should know it by heart and in your sleep i know it's adding the e but i didn't know this little subtitle whoa whoa too soon it was freaky though do y'all have y'all ever had a sleep paralysis i have so i must have been like a probably sophomore in college or freshman in college and I was uh, at my house and my sister had friends over and I was falling asleep and I thought I saw a figure and I screamed out who are you wow and then woke up wow and then my sister uh and all of her friends laughed at me <laughs> so let me ask you a question did this shake you up in the way that like a nightmare does more so how how close are those two experiences 
it was strange because even though it was more real than a nightmare was, when I woke up, I I wasn't uh, scared like I usually am when I wake up after a nightmare. Though I woke up in the morning instead of the middle of the night. Mm. Um, and I have another question. Please. Did you, with the sleep paralysis demon woman you saw, did you ride it like a, did you let her ride you like a horse I did. and then beat her with a stick? Yeah. Killing her. Brutally oh, murdering her. I was wondering what the fuck that was about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm still wondering what the fuck that was about. Yeah, yeah for sure. For are. sure. That, that oh. was a scene in the movie, by the way, that we watched this week. We'll get into it later, but oh my God, what a shit show. Yeah, for real. I would rather have an hour and a half's worth of sleep paralysis than sit through that experience. Again. <laughs> yeah. You ever do anything for that paralysis, though? This was one of my first experiences. Um, I think it may have been my first. I know my brother gets them. Have you ever gotten them? I don't think so. Mm. All I'm saying is that maybe she gets some EMDR about it, though. Oh. Eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. One of the many services. One of the many services that I offer, but (laughs) also um, an incredible magic therapeutic tool. Nice. That is available for anyone. Even people that don't know me. Nice. Shout out. Shout out to EMDR. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so maybe I'll try that and I'll report back on the pod with my sleep paralysis progress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, your demon can be a recurring character on the pod. <laughs> have you named her? No, no. You have to name Definitely her to claim her. her. Huh? You have to name her to claim her. <laughs> she had a gray face. Mm. Mm. Maybe Gracie. Gracie, that's awesome. <laughs> Gracie. I'm imagining your sleep paralysis demon as um, the me you made for yourself on oh our week of the forks in the eyes lady. For sure. Yeah. Very scary. Not as scary as that. Not as scary as that. She honestly looks like a like an enemy from Elden Ring. So maybe this is just mm. me playing too much Elden Ring. <laughs> nice. Nice. Nerd alert. Yeah, nerd alert. Nerd alert. Major. Major. <laughs> Well, you know, welcome to It's Not That Scary, by the way. This is a horror movie podcast. Uh, we watch horror movies chronologically through time. And, and space. And space. And um, we're in New Year, folks, 1967. We didn't, we didn't watch She-Beast. Yeah, we didn't watch She-Beast. But we watched a movie that surely was worse. Um, v. Wait, the do I you watch y. it chronologically so we don't have to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Because yeah. I wish I didn't last night. And mm. yeah, please yeah. don't. Please yeah, don't. Please don't watch this, by the way. <laughs> um, before we before we talk more about the movie, though, uh, because we're in a new year, we do have to hear what the hell happened, you know? If we're in a new year, and now we have to hear the things that are going on. For you today, I've come to say a couple of things. For fun. For fun. Um, yeah. Main event, the heating up of the Vietnam War. So we're getting some people who say that the war is unwinnable and getting a lot of people, including one of the Beach Boys, dodging the draft. Wow. Yeah. Mm. And just thinking about, you know, our current state and how Jaden might get drafted. Probably not. Probably well, considering that our country isn't at war, I don't think that's going to yeah. happen. 
That could have, change at any moment. But have you seen Jaden's flat feet? He's not going anywhere. No That's way. Yeah. No way. Real. If anything, I'm going to war. If anything, Sass is going. If anything, Chalupa's going to war. Chalupa's not going to war. They don't draft girls. Well, what would happen is that the, that I would get drafted, and then there would be a sort of a move on situation, mm -hmm. and Chalupa would go in my place and pretend to be me. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's sort of what I imagine, anyways. Yeah, that was honestly most of the events that happened this year. Uh, World War, I mean, excuse me, Vietnam related. Um, the newlywed game first premiered. Aretha Franklin releases her song Respect. Yeah. Ooh. And the Beatles released Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Whoa, that's a good one. The Bugs. The Bugs. Oh, also Joe Rogan is born in 1967. Oh, God. Oh, that's awful. On August 11th. Oh, and no. your boy, Kurt Cobain. Oh. Wow. Jane and I went on a hot date and saw Batman. Yeah, it was really hot. We cuddled. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but thank you for that history lesson margo it's great to hear that the vietnam war is still going yeah the vietnam war is uh definitely a proxy war oh, for, for sure. the united states and russia or uh soviet relations mm -hmm. um and a funny thing about the movie we watched this week uh was that, that it was the first soviet produced horror film ever wow yeah so we watched this movie called v v i y as in y v v gads i want <laughs> no you got it try again as in v i y did i watch this there you go v i i i why did i watch this <laughs> Uh, well, it was yeah. your choice, Margo. Yeah, but technically, Jaden did pick it. Heavily influenced by me, wow. I, I I won't say I picked it, but I said this looks good. And oh, Ethan, I wanted I wanted you to watch the trailer for that I saw because the trailer makes it look like it could be good. And what they do is they combine every semi exciting and interesting shot in the movie into one minute, and it's uh, that's why. And that's as many minutes as you need to yes. capture every interesting moment from this movie. Yeah. Did anyone else realize that when all those ghouls and goblins were like surrounding him, it looked like they were just like almost like squirrels coming up, like wanting to see like what's going on over here. <laughs> like it just felt like there were more and more. And then like first they were skeletons and then all of a sudden they're like these like scary creatures. It's like yeah. how did we... More and here? how did we get here and how did we have so many yeah this movie has no rules yeah one thing yeah. i've learned about um these horror movies throughout time is um it, they're stupid and don't don't make sense mm -hmm. yeah just to give you guys a quick, quick recap of what happens in this movie um so it takes place in some unknown time in russian history unknown to me because i don't know anything about russian history really yeah it looks like the time that like fiddler on the roof took place yeah. so i would say like uh 1800s 1700s yeah um and it's about this uh young man who is in a monastery um and on his day off he travels and gets really drunk and uh falls asleep in a stable and sees an evil witch 
he 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 i am an evil witch she says and she seduces him and they go flying away and then he realizes she's a witch and he kills her and then before she dies the witch turns into a beautiful lady um and then the guy's like uh-oh and runs away just because you never want to you only want to kill ugly people if you have to yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah um, elderly uglies yeah right? elderly uggos i do want to point out the way in which the witch uh the way in which the witch uh took this man for a flight <laughs> she did have a broom but she didn't fly on the broom no what she did was she uh had the man what did they call him the fucking philosopher Philos- yeah. brother philosopher brother philosopher they called him brother philosopher throughout the movie she had him get down on all fours and then she got on his shoulders and then he stood up and started running and she was just sort of on his shoulders holding her broom above her head and then he starts flying Mm -hmm. and that's how they flew because Mm -hmm. nothing in this movie makes sense yeah but then after she's murdered the big landlord about town uh turns out it was his daughter and so he calls upon uh our, our our boy the philosopher to come watch over her after she dies to pray for her body or something it's sounds kind of similar to sitting shiva maybe i don't know um and (laughs) not at all well he's sitting with her (laughs) yeah but when you're sitting shiva you're not sitting with the body oh that's something else but you know good try well what was it that our guy did in the vigil the vigil yeah i thought i thought you were sitting with the body i thought that was the whole point yeah but i don't i don't well, okay, if I'm wrong, we need to call Kai. We need to call a Jew. I mean, certainly the body isn't um, like out and open casket Honestly. style. <laughs> well, I think, I, I mean, there is someone that looks over the body. The Shoma. Yes, that's right. what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, okay. But like sitting ship is just mourning mm-hmm. generally, according to Wikipedia. Um, he wasn't mourning though. No, he was not no, mourning. No. He was just praying over her body for uh, to protect her from demons. And as... Each night, a new silly thing happens. Like cats are there, or birds are there, or a giant demon who needs to have you remove his eyelids to is see. there. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. um, and homeboy draws a chalk circle, um, and it it fucking works. So there's no suspense in the first two the first two nights, um, but then the third night, for unknown reasons, it stops working, and the demons can get him. Yeah what else what else oh yeah uh, 87% of this movie is old Russian men uh, getting drunk and singing folk songs but the songs are um, beautiful the songs are beautiful and they sing them very well and like b-roll yeah. and like b-roll yeah and um, the, the subtitles don't even bother telling you what the songs are they'll just say like Russian singing yeah <laughs> Yeah. In a couple scenes, instead of translating what was said, they would just say like Russian man talking. He <laughs> speaks Russian. Yeah. I um I watched the dubbed version with subtitles as well. Mm. This was I mean, we've said it before, but I think this was the most clear cut example of one guy doing the whole dubbing and just putting on different voices. Wow. Well, if it was dubbed, <laughs> then you didn't hear what they were actually what they actually sounded like when they were singing. No, that's true. Well, Maybe that's the original because it just said Russian singing. Who knows? Maybe it was that one guy just recording himself over, you know, five-part harmonies. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the old Russian men has the weirdest haircut in the world. Surprisingly uh, contemporary. Very like shaved in one part and then overgrown in another part. Yeah, but like also giving like a evil baby. Sure. <laughs> 
with oh the one God. curly Q. <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminded me of Monty Mole. <laughs> reminded me of Diabetti in the mini challenge last okay. week. Yeah. For those of you at home listening, don't worry. No one has gone home in RuPaul. For the past three weeks. Um, I will say, (laughs) this movie, while I hated it so much, there is one thing I enjoyed about it, and it is only based on uh, it not doing what other horrible movies have done in the past. This movie reminded me of like a Mario Bava film. I was thinking of... What was the latest one we saw that was so terrible? Yeah, I was thinking that too. Um... The, the the one with the the child yeah um wow how quickly we forget truly yeah i do sort of get those vibes though very um kill kill something? kill baby kill, kill baby thank kill. you but what i really enjoyed about this one is or what i thought it did better is it had a natural progression of the plot there it was like okay i know what is generally going on whereas in the other films it is mostly just the characters talking in flowery language about nothing and at least this had like a track to it a plot to it that i could follow yeah literally i would say i would say it was it was so bare bones though that uh i don't i don't give it any points for it not at all yeah this movie is uh 77 minutes in runtime and the vast majority is filler yeah, I think it's all it's it's based on a um, story by Gogol, who was a Russian author. So I imagine Russian audiences are able to kind of like fill in a lot of the blanks and understand more what is happening and like what it what like what the meaning behind it all is. Um, but for us Western folk, not enough capitalism support, for yeah. me. Yeah, well, I was I was trying to think about like why the Soviets chose to make this into a horror movie. I don't know if it's like a critique on religion because they all seem pretty presented as pretty dumb dummies. Yeah, definitely. And the Soviets were agnostic or atheist. I don't know. I think yeah, atheist. Yeah. But it is very different than the kind of um, horror movies that the U.S. is making during this time period that are about like mutant monsters because of nuclear attacks. Yeah. Like She Beast. If we saw mm. it. We Here's saw what it. I think She Beast probably actually is. Um, you watch the first half hour and nothing really happens. And then I think the main character probably goes to a natural history museum and sees a skeleton of a, of a beast and is like, wow, I want to do that. And then there's another hour of nothing. Like do it? I want to be that. I want to be that. Oh, I thought you meant like fuck that. And then I think in the last minute, she like holds up a knife. <laughs> okay. Well, here, let me read the, oh my God. Um, I'll just read you some of the plot. The film starts out in Transylvania with an alcoholic Count von Helsing reading from a text which begins a historical narrative of the witch. During the reading, the film flashes back roughly 200 years. I think you're reading so It doesn't Black even Sunday. sound like a, a beast. It sounds just like a... A witch? 
Next, a young newly married couple are traveling in a midnight blue Volkswagen Beetle through the Carpathian Mountains in Transylvania for their honeymoon. Why do we know the color of their Why car? Why are you going to Transylvania for your Because nothing else is happening. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, this is the most detailed plot description I've ever read on Wikipedia. Oh think... my God, the she-beast holds up a knife. That's the last <laughs> sentence. The she-beast's name is Bardella. Bardella? That's like a nickname you'd give to a Barbara. Yeah, Bardella. In the end, the three of them are seen driving off in Von Helsing's Citrion out of Transylvania to Czechoslovakia. Due to the havoc that Von Helsing wrought in Val Rock, he decides to leave the country for England with his two new friends, although he feels his exorcism services might still be needed for future devilry in his native land. Lightheartedly, Philip jokes about the inhospitably uh, inhospitality of Val Brock and is relieved by leaving. But on the other hand, Veronica seemingly has good feelings about Val Brock and Transylvania altogether, claiming in the end, I will be back. Oh Echoing what Vardella had threatened before she was tortured and killed two years earlier, 200 years earlier. Honk wow. Vardella. Did the Terminator take it from this? It must have. Yeah. It must have. Yeah. It must have. That's called copyright. That's actually stealing. That's stealing. We oh, should it's... sue Terminator on behalf of She Beast. On behalf of Vardella. Yeah, Vardella. She Beast, Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's actually our girl Barbara fucking Steele. No it. way. Yeah. Is it really? That should have been red flag number one to not watch the movie. But she's so good. What else What else has she been in? Black, Black Sunday, Sunday and Kill Baby Kill. Oh, she was... She wasn't in Kill Baby Kill. Oh, she wasn't? Oh, right, right, right. Just so, a lookalike. I will also the say... The pendulum. Um, right, yes, Pit in the Pendulum. She got locked in the cage. Something that, and I'm, I'm, uh, one other thing that I thought this film did that is literally the bare minimum, which makes me think it's, it's, uh, great stuff, uh, is I thought the character relationships were interesting. That, like, he has to watch over her even when he's the murderer. Whereas in a different film, I could just see young playboy is in love. And that's, that's the only relationship in the whole movie. Yeah. I would like that if they showed his character having any guilt whatsoever for, for killing sure. this person. Um, I kept wondering when that was going to like really come up, but it's just like it's yeah. just something that you know happened, and it doesn't really factor into. Maybe that's why she's haunting him, but like, yeah, I feel like we either needed that or like him to be like fully of the belief that she was legitimately a witch, and so like he doesn't feel bad for it. But instead, we just get this. Uh, sociopath i guess who doesn't care about killing people yeah well it was very confusing because like he's like beating aggressively but also when you see the witch like covering her face like she's not being beaten at all but yeah. you know whatever <laughs> yeah. so this like old woman is being beaten aggressively and then as soon as she's about to die she like turns into this like beautiful woman he sees it sees her gets scared runs away and then is like i've never met her in my life and i was like trying to figure out i'm like does he really think he hasn't met her and then he's going to figure it out 
but it was just like they expected the um, viewer to like forget about that one scene. Mm -hmm. Totally. I think this is something that um, you're putting into words that I have felt with a lot of these movies where it's like, I can't tell if what is happening is part of the story or if you're just a bad actor and I'm not picking up on something. Mm-hmm. Right. Or it's like bad storytelling. Yeah. Or bad storytelling, yeah. Right. Yeah. Bad directing, bad effects. The effects in this movie were so trash. So bad. <laughs> so bad. I mean, clearly, clearly the Soviet filmmakers were way behind in terms of special effects. They don't yeah. have that capitalist innovation. So yeah. My favorite part was um <laughs> in the second nightly haunting, um, when uh fucking what's her I don't even know any of their names. The dead lady is chasing around the monk. Um and she's standing up in her coffin, like surfing around in the oh air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Literally and she surfing. Keeps, like riding the surf the coffin into the chalk circle and yeah. it keeps like bouncing off. <laughs> yeah. And I don't get why he's so freaked out. Cause like the chalk so circle circle works chalk so circle. well. <laughs> and also he <laughs> murdered somebody already. Yeah. So obviously yeah. he's he's not afraid to do stuff. Also, in the first night when he first builds the chalk circle, we get a really good like pantomime moment when she's trying to get in and she's like, I'm stuck in a box. Like, literally. <laughs> it was really, really terrible. <laughs> Just so. Also, bad. all she's doing is laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's, I, and she does this really, really weird thing where she like just like goes up and down really fast, like vibrates. Like I don't know if that's supposed to be scary, but she just goes like that. And then we learn that she has the ability to like call upon all of the demons ever. Like, did I miss where that? No, no. It's simply bad storytelling. It's okay. Simply, Act like, Three really needs to be the it. the largest in scale. So is she dead? I I think she is dead. But so is he. But then she turns back into the witch. Right. So I'm like, and then is she for real dead? Like, I... Yeah. And also, like, why... So, like, her father knows her as this young girl. So that means, like, that she takes the form of an old woman. <laughs> which I feel like is the reverse of what usually happens. I right. feel like in these stories, usually the witch uh, takes the form of a pretty young lady to sure, trick people. Sure. Yeah. Or maybe the whole town has been on it. Yeah. There's no way to know. Yeah, maybe it's I a bad movie. Watch the movie again. <laughs> I can't. It felt very Beauty and the Beast to me. Sure. Like, be nice to the old woman. And then when you're not, just kidding, I was this beautiful huntress mm-hmm. or whatever. And too late because you murdered me without uh, any qualms whatsoever, just immediately as you found out that I could fly. <laughs> I thought I had thought when i was watching this that all of the people and i thought that all of the people in the town were older versions of the guy the main guy because they all looked the same yeah they all had the same haircut in the same mustache in the same, in mustache. The same coloring and it I was, was like, a monk this- a monk town yeah monks be monks be you know uniform monk- hair you know how they be yeah well, the people in the town weren't monks. They That's were just like, farmers, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, they were just drunk people. Oh my god, the best the best part in the entire movie is when the uh so the the landlord sends for the monk when his daughter is just sick in bed and by the time they're arriving, she has died. And so all around the town, <laughs> people start going, "She's dead. She's dead." 
be quiet, she's dead. And they tell the singer, stop singing, she's dead. A dog starts barking, stop barking, she's dead. She's dead, she's dead. And then they go to the monk and they're like, haven't you heard, she's dead. And it feels very comedic. Yes. Yeah, that scene that scene reminded me of like uh, like ensemble scene in like Little Shop of Horrors. Absolutely. <laughs> it was like Monty Python. Almost. Yes, I like, literally was thinking that, that I was getting Monty Python vibes in this movie. I literally was thinking yeah. that. Well, that one guy was singing and then uh, another guy went like, shh, or something like yeah. that. Like, oh yeah, because she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's how the scene ended. It was so weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that definitely was played for laughs, yeah, but, but just like so why? weird, so weird that, that was weird. in the movie. It was a really tri- trippy film for sure. Yeah, we watched it on Tubi, which has ad breaks. Oh. Um, and Margaret said that the, the ad breaks were actually welcome because yeah. <laughs> the movie is so alienating. Yeah, I was like, they had it like, on oh, a ad for olive oil now. Incredible. <laughs> I feel more of myself than I have. But you know that's enough of this movie. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's so bad. We 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 we've spent enough time. Horror, horror, yeah. horror. Even though things happened and it wasn't just talking in a room, I would say horror. Also, that guy kind of seems like an asshole to be a monk. Yeah, for real. Oh, he was. Not for like I sure. know any monks, but like he also gave me this very like boyish kind of like child, like trying to escape and be like, hmm, I can't escape. Well, yeah, like yeah. all the monks on their day off go and like fuck up to town and get right. yeah drunk. they literally just went off and harassed people yeah um he also killed someone so right, right. <laughs> oh there's a remake oh yeah i didn't like when like they're uh, like in the opening scene when they're all like going to the town and like some these like three men like grab this woman yeah yeah i didn't like that were they so the weird the monk boys yeah the monk boys terrible 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 don't watch this movie um it's bad it's bad it's terrible don't watch it and it's still a lot better than most of the movies we watch for this show Um, yeah, but anyways, the second movie we watched this week was actually good. Yay! Yay! Yay. I didn't see it. Yeah, unfortunately, Ariel only saw the bad one. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. But we watched Triangle, which came out in 2009. It is a psychological horror thriller, and it's a lot of fun. So many twists and turns. Um, they definitely try to like hit you with the mind fuck repeatedly. Um, not scary, but um, still fun and yeah. still a little gory, I guess. Yeah, this film has a very unique setting. It's a uh, boat boat horror. Boat. It's a water horror, which, well, more of a water thriller. I feel like I haven't seen any like true horror movie that takes place at sea. Uh, Halloween H two O. But the sea is terrifying enough in and of itself. For sure. Ignite. For sure. Basically, yeah. these uh, group of richy riches go out on a boat to go have some... I don't some... think they're rich. Really? They got a boat. Yeah. Well, yeah, she yeah. has a... She's a, a waitress. Well, she's just a guest. That's true. Oh, okay. Well, all these friends are going out on a boat to have a good old time out in the ocean. And then suddenly their boat capsizes and they're rescued by a mysterious cargo ship of sorts 
and they go like on, a huge ocean liner like a cruise ship yeah but it's all rusty and gross and then some real strange anomalous type things happen to them this is very interesting and we won't say what happens because it's very spoilery sure i feel like this movie does not feel like a movie that came out in 2009 it feels too smart to be a dumb movie, but not smart enough to be, but too dumb to be a smart movie. It's totally. like right there in the middle, mm-hmm. um, which makes it a very hard film to categorize. Yeah, categorize. Uh, Can I get a comparison? Well, to elaborate, I was going to say that, you know, the acting wasn't great. Obviously, their budget wasn't, you know, huge. But the storytelling and the ideas were there enough that uh, it still is a very enjoyable movie. So, like, those two things are constantly fighting, but it's never too much that it takes it out for me. Yeah. I would say it's kind of, it reminds me kind of of, like, The Ring. Oh, okay. But that's a good movie. Yeah. I, it, it's not bad. And has, like, a big name in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this movie definitely isn't bad. Like, I would I would definitely recommend watching it. It's, it's a lot of fun. And... As Ethan said, the the story and and the ideas are really really good. Um, so I'm able to forgive any like ineptitude around like the acting and like yeah. um, even even like the the plot the, the plot like there when there are like small plot holes, um, yeah. I'm able to forgive them just because like the overarching story is so good yeah. and compelling. I think the main reason I'm saying the ring is because it's about a blonde lady with a with a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> but it, it also has a kind of a similar tone. It's like very um it's Overcast. like yeah, and like serious. It's yeah. not a it doesn't really make and, jokes. And yeah, sort there of aren't. understated given how huge the ideas are and like how yeah. out there the ideas are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, Liam Hemsworth is in it. It's one of his early roles. What? Yeah. Yeah. Hot. yeah. Well, actually, in this movie, he's not hot because he has a buzz cut and his head looks weird. Yeah, it's a really bad buzz cut. I um, thought he was is hot. He the kid? No, no, no. He's he's an adult in it. <laughs> I think he plays like a teenager. Love hot kids. <laughs> um. Yeah, but this movie definitely like one of a kind story, and as Margaret said, boat horror not very common. So I love the right. setting. Um, and, and, it's like, and it was refreshing to have a boat horror that didn't involve like shark or sea monster or rogue wave as the horror. Yeah. What's weird about this movie is that it's a British film that was produced in the UK, but for some reason they make all the actors do an American accent and um, pretend it takes place in Florida. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Which this could have taken place that. anywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if they're trying to win over. Uh, U.S. audiences. That must have been it. Maybe. I think they might have had to do some extra legwork there because I really had never heard anything of this film until we watched it for this. Yeah, Yeah. same. I'm guessing that it's called Triangle because it's like in the Bermuda Triangle. No. We were wondering about that too, but their boat is called Triangle. And then also like the, I thought maybe like a la a circle, a triangle. But like not. Oh, I was thinking, uh, I was thinking more, um, the what's the main character's name jess jess right i was thinking um can we get into spoilers at this point yeah spoiler warning go spoiler warning uh so basically the t is uh jess is stuck in a time loop the time loop is her becoming the killer 
Um, and in the movie, there are three different Jesses. So I was wondering if that could be the triangle. But then we mm. learned that there are like hundreds more. Yeah, infinite Jesses. Yeah. But- infinite Jess. Yeah, nice. infinite Jess, exactly. Nice. Um, I wonder that's if that's why her, her name is Jess. That's funny. Um, yeah, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> um, but anyways, they're like within the uh, boat storyline, there are three Jesses. You can't have... A, uh, an, a, a movie about boats, anomalies, and tropical areas, and call it Triangle, and not have people think of the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Yeah, but they literally never mention the Bermuda yeah. Triangle. Well, maybe that's like, I don't know, part of it. Like, weird shit happens at the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. So like, and if it's called Triangle, like, they're already like implanting that into your mind. So, like, we don't even need to say it. You're going to think it. Yeah. And That's they are, are off the coast of Florida, which is where the Bermuda Triangle <laughs> the Bermuda is. Bermuda so. Triangle is off the coast of um, North Carolina. Never it mind. Is. Never mind. Wow. Yeah. Bermuda is a lot further north than you would think. Oh, well, Bermuda is, but the, that's the, just the top of the triangle, oh, maybe. You're so right. You're so right. So the triangle is way bigger. We're back to the triangle. Um, Wait, hold on. So, Jess is all these three Jesses are in the same realm or not? Yeah, so essentially um, when she, so they, they, her and her friends all uh, get on the ocean liner and uh, eventually they realize someone is stalking them. It's this person in a mask. Um, they kill everybody on the boat um, and then Jess fights them and knocks them off the edge. Um, and then shortly after that, um, she sees herself and all her friends shipwrecked again in the water and a new version of all of them come onto the boat. And that happens one more time. And by the final time she, through like the, the craziness of the boat has essentially transformed into the killer and realizes that this is the only way she can go find her son who she left at home, who we later learn is actually dead um she has to kill everyone to end the cycle yeah that's when that's when the new people show up is when everyone dies so that's like why she tries to kill everybody at the end because she's trying to escape as the killer so she can see her son in um in past interviews christopher smith who was the maker creator um said that he wanted to keep triangle open to interpretation saying there are three ways for you to understand the story there is there's the is it a bermuda triangle story and it's all supernatural there's the, is she having a breakdown? And there's the, did she get in a crash, get a concussion and go off for the day? All these things can work and you should feel emotionally satisfied at the end. So he did do the triangle thing in- intentionally. Mm-hmm. The concussion one would not have been satisfying. Yeah, that wouldn't have been satisfying. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting because we find out that she's an abusive piece of shit. Yeah, that she, so abuses, yeah. she abuses her autistic son what yeah yeah that's revealed in the final because parenting be hard and i will say that scene where she comes home and kills herself as the stay-at-home mom version instead of the mm-hmm. go out into sea version mm-hmm. and her son walks into her murdering herself i thought that was a really cool like horror scene that i haven't seen and that's at the beginning of the that's how the movie right. starts too which that is like really cool way yeah. to tie that all together i thought it's that was really cool all the time Luke. yeah at the beginning you just see her comforting her, comforting her son uh and she calls it a nightmare um and then at the end it's revealed what she actually did and it's that moment is really gratifying and then the moment after that um when she's like trying to escape with her son to avoid the time loop at the very end uh, at a certain point she um hits a bird 
and goes to like throw the roadkill off the side of the road because her son is crying. And um, when she does, she throws the roadkill and then there's a bunch of just a pile of roadkill at the bottom, meaning that she's done this before and she's still on a time loop. And that was just really satisfying. Well, apparently there's an old, uh, an old poem that from 19 or 1834 um, that talks about a uh, a sailor who becomes cursed after killing an al- albatross, and there are a lot of uh, seagull albatross uh, symbols in the movie. Definitely, mm-hmm. we should also mention the uh, the ship uh, is I think what's the name of the ship? Aeolus, Aegis, or something. It's it's named after this Greek myth, Aeolus. Aeolus, that's essentially the Sisyphus myth. And this is sort of like a Sisyphusian task she's stuck in. Yeah, Aeolus was Sisyphus's father. Ah, there you go. Remind me who that is. He's the guy with the big boulder. Yeah, he has to push it up. Yeah, yeah. If I said SCP, do you know? Do you all know what I'm talking about? No. Not even Margot. Wow. SCP is like um, a cryptid. That has been invented on the internet. It's like new age cryptid, creepypasta cryptid. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's just like, it's like a fandom made thing, but it's got its own canon. And these cryptids range from like beasts in the woods, like she beast to like, um, even like a building could be uh, an SCP. Do you know the back rooms? No. Get on the internet, y'all. Anyway. Uh, even like an idea could be an SCP, and I was thinking when I was watching this movie, I was watching this movie thinking of the boat as an SCP, and I kind of like that. Thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Can you explain it a little more what it is? Um, so is it just like any this, haunted thing. Yeah. So this these creators on the internet made made up this thing called the SCP Foundation, which is a, a fake organization that is meant to catalog and contain these cryptids uh in the universe and uh basically people just add to them like fan fiction uh, and there's all sorts of ones from like sea monsters to things that hide in the woods to literally like they're one of the back rooms that i was talking about this idea of you open a door to this cubicle looking room and you just keep walking through it and it just goes on forever and ever and you're lost there forever mm. Um, and they're a lot more interesting than I'm able to describe in the moment, but I thought, you know, this boat could easily be one of those. I thought that was an interesting way of like a non-official SCP. I'm afraid that if I look it up, it's going to mess up all my algorithms and send things to my email that I didn't know existed. SCP or SCP? SCP. I'll send it to you. C is in cat? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and they have like video games that they've made where you're like in the in the foundations like headquarters and like a cabin in the woods type scenario happens. Interesting. Yeah. Someone knocking in our hallway. Oh. I feel like we've had a great increase in scary noises coming from the hallway. Yeah. And y'all, and y'all are about to leave too, so maybe it's the ghosts yeah. trying to get yeah. you before you go. Ghosts coming out to party. Don't say that because I'm here by myself. No, yeah. sorry, you're right. Were you nervous at all to watch the old movie at all? No, because I thought even if it is scary, it's going to be so fucking stupid. Yeah, and and <laughs> yeah. it's not, and like and like, scary is not going to be actually scary. And I knew that really, like, 
okay I don't know what episode this is but the episode where you're talking about jump scares it was very intriguing to me because absolutely that's like what makes something so scary and I really don't like scary movies yeah so for sure that is something that they're still working on still in 1966 to 1967 is like actually instilling a feeling of fear in the viewer Mm -hmm. instead of just depicting what might be a scary situation on paper yeah and i would say they're also still working on just like um trying to not trying um making the decision that they want to scare the audience yeah um, i feel like that's still a, a pretty big barrier is that they they haven't realized that like the whole movie can be scary it can be more than just yeah. like a couple moments they don't know that people are going to horror movies to be scared <laughs> well also the scariness at least of that movie was very much like like almost childlike like okay a witch is scary like things that you would see on halloween yeah, yeah. exactly big time it was like very like ah, 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 when she was mm-hmm. the witch yeah the part this is this is not a real complaint because i'm sure this is just um old movies be old but the part where they lift it off into the sky she takes him via broomstick uh out into the sky and maybe two minutes go by and then he finally reacts and is like oh my god you're a witch and we're up in the sky yeah that was so stupid also, I don't know if I've read this right, because, you know, the subtitles that we had were extremely bad. And They're my really eyes small. are so small. <laughs> not what they used to be. So was he, yeah, after like that pause, and then he was like, oh, wait, we're flying and you're a witch. Then did he say something like, no, this is God. And God is amazing or something like that. Yeah, he he said something along the lines of like, well, if you're not a witch, then God must be letting us fly. Oh, yeah. And then they land and then he decides to beat her to death. <laughs> Out of like nowhere, like very- Yeah, just yeah. literally as soon as they touch down, he starts beating her to death. And he seemed pretty okay before. And like the witch didn't seem like he was she was going to do any harm to him. She literally just took him to fly. Well, maybe she was like trying to like fuck him. I don't know. Well, he was saying, like, he did say when they were in that barn or whatever they were in before, like, you can't seduce me. Yeah, yeah. I'm too Christian. Don't right. try. I'm not saying the witch, like, I'm not saying he should have murdered her, but also, you know, the witch did cross a boundary by flying on him. Yeah, without his consent. I she love Margot coming to Brother Philosopher's defense. <laughs> I know, I think I think- Margot's canceled. <laughs> I'm canceled for for saying that rape is bad, Jaden. <laughs> no, that's not what you said. That's what it sounds like. Oh, brother philosopher did nothing wrong. <laughs> God. He got his in the end, you know? Did he? And no one seemed to care. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, his two friends were talking. They were like, is he dead? I don't know. <laughs> yeah Literally. like the weirdest ending scene of Literally. the movie it's just two monks we've never seen before being like yeah he died and then they talk about their work for like two whole minutes and then yes. the movie ends as like calm music plays in the background it... <laughs> that must be well something... actually they were interrupted by someone and then the movie ends yeah they, they were just like hey get back to work oh, right. and then they talk about their work for a little longer and then the movie ends listen that's that soviet life for you the original story that like we don't I don't know, because I haven't read it. I don't believe it. I don't believe that anything in this movie has a deeper meaning. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, Triangle, I would say, is a horror. Yeah. Oh, absolutely horror. Go I watch would recommend, it. Recommend, especially you watch it with friends. It's a fun, like, uh, group movie, I think. Yeah, you guys can go. <laughs> During exactly. all the twist reveals, what? especially watch it when you haven't listened to the podcast. Yeah, yet. Mm-hmm. especially watch it then because we really kind of ruined all the fun of it. Although I bet now we, that you we gave spoiler warning. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I'm gonna watch it now. I love yeah. a spoiler warning, and then we're watching a movie, <laughs> and it'll. It's. I think it's one of the those movies that like you can still enjoy the second time around you know or being spoilered oh i think i think this is the type of movie that you could potentially enjoy more the second time around just because there are so many twists and you can look for the clues and stuff like shutter island which we were thinking about watching Mm -hmm. shutter island is such 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 a good movie it's true and also i used to work at a place that looks like shutter island like legit Wow. Yeah. We're anti-Shutter Island, though. What? what? Just because it's Martin Scorsese. Did he make that? Yeah. yeah. It's his movie. No! Yeah. Isn't Wait, that crazy? Are we against him? Yeah. yeah this podcast is, is very anti-Martin Scorsese. Uh, I guess I would know. If oh, my God. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> this is blowing yeah. my mind more than anything in Triangle. It's really, really saddening that he made such a good movie. No! Martin's canceled. Can you make one exception. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I still like this movie. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. It's just sad. Yeah. It's so good. He also made Wolf of Wall Street, though. So that 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 makes sense. That makes that me makes hate him again. Yeah, absolutely. They have a thing going on, I guess. Leo. Leo. Yeah. Leo. Yeah, absolutely. Was Leo in The Departed? Yes. Yeah, he was. Absolutely. The Departed is also good. I know they get shot at the end, right? Um, Yeah, probably. I don't know. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, yeah. But that was this week and it's not that scary land. Um, Margo, just wondering, how did you find out about Triangle? I heard nothing of it. Um, my uh, horror pod or horror nice. YouTuber has nice. been recommending it. Nice. I should have watched the video she made about it, but I just see her posting on her right. story. Oh, can I say something real quick, just for the record? Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah.